Today, I am excited to have one of my favorite paraprofessionals with me today, Ms. Hook. Ms. Hook is a mother of three with one of her daughters who has high-functioning autism. It was a pleasure teaching this little ray of sunshine and being a part of her educational journey. Ms. Hook is not only a mother, but a paraprofessional and a sub for special education and the public school systems. Her caring and witty humor has helped many students feel welcomed in this world. Ms. Hook, thank you so much for joining me today um, to discuss your story of being a parent with a child with autism and also working with other students with disabilities. So jumping right in, uh, you have lots of stories, as I know, um, but what is the story of how you and your daughter like found out she had autism? What was your story? How are you feeling? And then what did you notice with Delaney and when she first found out she had autism? Yeah. Well, first of all, thank you so much for inviting me to be here with you and talking about this and, and, and adding my voice and story. Um, it's really exciting and it's, uh, I'll just share too. It's a little, um, I'm a little nervous and anxious because I haven't really had a voice in sharing um, how it's been for me as a parent. And like we had talked about earlier, it is really important to story share because it's how we, we can learn that we're not alone in this journey as we raise our children with, um, you know, the challenges that um, autism can bring. Um, but as far as discovering Delaney's, uh, you know, autism, she just, what her language wasn't developing and that was a big cue. And then there was also other behaviors that were happening. Like she was definitely easy to get overstimulated. And so when I would take her out in public as a toddler, she would bite herself. She would spit on herself, slap herself in the grocery store. Like my sweet little beautiful girl that, you know, when we were home and hanging out together would just transform into this demon child. And people looked at me like, you need to get this child under control. You need to discipline this child. You obviously are a very, you know, lazy parent. And, and I felt judged so much of the time and she would be screaming. And so her toddler years, we spent a lot of time in isolation and we didn't socialize. And that was really hard for me as a parent because I didn't have anybody. And as things progressed, it became really clear, like I, I needed to help discover what it was that was stopping Delaney from just experiencing quote unquote, like normal life. Like why, why is this happening? You know, why is the language not there? And so we, we started going to a couple of different specialists in Seattle. And first we found out that she had moderate hearing loss. And so they wanted to put her on steroids to drain fluid in her middle ear and then tubes um, were put in. And so there was just this onslaught of things that people were trying to do to help develop this language. We saw um, a number of specialists. She was first diagnosed with apraxia and that was really confusing because that definitely wasn't what was um, on board for her. And it didn't also didn't explain what else was happening as far as that behavior piece. Mm -hmm. uh, so 
Um, finally, when she was five, we took her to Seattle Children's Autism Center and she was formally diagnosed then um, at age five with autism. And getting that um, diagnosis was a relief, but it also felt like um, a lot more work. Oh, and I was terrified and I was scared and I didn't know what it meant. I didn't know who I was going to see and I didn't know how I was going to help this kid. And then I also had a partner that his coping mechanism was denial. He just said, it doesn't matter. And I said, but the problem is, is that it truly does. Because if I'm ever going to help this kid figure herself out, we've got to, we've got to get her some help. Yeah. Yeah. And you so, have to educate yourself too. Like what oh, is- 100%. Yeah. And then any, uh, any parent that has a special needs kid, you become like wildly obsessed and you become your child's specialist. I mean, maybe not everybody, but I feel like the majority of the parents that live in this world um, with special needs kids, you go to work um, to figure this out. And it's, it can be, um, it can be grueling and it's heartbreaking. Um, and you have your own experience along the way that you're trying to help unlock this, this human that you love more than your own life. And so we started going to like every therapy under the sun and we essentially lived in the car. Like, I mean, we would drive, if I wasn't working, I was driving my kid to therapy and that's all I did for years until we did that for, we did that for three years. And then finally Delaney, um, kind of like started to, to have her own voice of what she wanted. And she said, mom, all I really want to do is play the violin. And I want to, I want to play the violin and I want to, um, go horseback riding. And so, um, I said, okay, let's, let's take some time off from therapy. And I was terrified to do that, Haley. It was really scary to like, what if I'm being really neglectful? What if, what if I'm making a big mistake? What if this is wrong? What if she digresses and, you know, what do I get, you know? So with that, with that leap into like the land of horses, that's where her language developed. Like we learned that Delaney, for some reason, when that horse was moving, you know, I can't back up the science hundred percent, but it seemed like neural pathways in the brain were opening up when she was in motion on this horse or in a swing. That was the other thing that was like, it, it unlocked something for her. And, you know, she, she just was a totally different child when she was on the back of a horse. And, um, and then I also quit my job. Um, I was, you know, I was working as at a vocational school. Um, and, I quit my job and became a homeschooling parent to just figure this whole thing out mm-hmm. and give, and give Delaney a hundred percent of, of myself. Yeah. So we started down that path, but um, in doing so I'll kind of segue into Delaney, you know, that that was kind of my story. And then you were asking me about like how Delaney came into the, her own 
mm-hmm. realization of her um, her autism, right? So with horse lessons, um, she was, I think she was, th- it was the summer she was 13 and, or maybe she was 12 rather, um, time's a tricky thing, but we were at horseback riding lessons with all of my girls and Delaney was done and the other two were riding and Delaney came and sat down next to me outside of the arena. And it was just a happy day. It was fun, you know, horses and sunshine and love and she's being goofy and all of a sudden out of the blue, she just says, mom, am I autistic? I'd never, I never uttered those words to Delaney ever because I didn't want her to ever use it as a crutch. Mm-hmm. I wanted her to just be a kid yeah. and enjoy her life. And um, it still chokes me up to talk about it because when she said that, I just didn't know what it was going to mean for her. Yeah. I was terrified. I was like, oh no, what does she think that means? And I stammered and I couldn't answer her. And I just, I sat there and I just thought, and I said, Delaney, can we just wait until we get home and we can have some privacy and, you know, we can sit down and talk with daddy maybe too. And, you know, I was just stammering and I was, and she just reached over and put her hand on my leg and she said, mom, it's okay. I know. And it's okay. And I was like, okay, okay. And I'm still like trying to stop her from just talking about this. I'm like, okay, okay, let's stop, please. Like my heart is breaking into billions of pieces. It's all over the arena floor. I mean, it just was like my whole world just changed in this one moment that she announced this. And as my other girls are getting off the horses and they're walking out. Delaney like throws herself in the air, like does this big jump. And she's like, Hey everybody, I'm autistic. And it was like, she was celebrating. It was like, she came into this realization and somehow the world made more sense to her. And, and, and to that moment, I was like, in some ways I was holding her back. I was keeping, I was keeping a secret from her and, you know, and so it was like, I was so happy for her, but also like (laughs) so much just shame and guilt. Like I had worked so hard to try to do this, but in realization, she, she, she needed to know, and maybe it was the perfect timing, you know, and, and maybe the way it happened was just right. But as a parent, you spend a lot of your time second guessing how you do the things you do with your child, whether they're, they're special needs or not, you know, I mean, that society like judges, it's a heavy, like, you know, you don't have a a quote unquote normal child. And so you're like trying to make it normal. And then on top of that, like autism is still like an unknown, like there's so many variables to it. So like, you just had to like figure out, Delaney as a whole and see like which part of autism she like kind of like categorized in and like just figuring out who she was as a person you know and letting her and that's what I love about you is that you are a parent that were like just because she has this label doesn't mean that's that identifies her like that's not her she's Delaney she's not a kid with autism she's Delaney you know, she need this label in order to get on with her life. 
Like, right. and, and I already knew that like Delaney's so strong. She's like witted and she just knows. And it's like, it was almost like to me when you hearing that story, like she just was just like, it was like a relief to her of like, I already kind of knew this. I've been seeing it from probably you and, you know, reading about it and whatever. And was just like, this is who I am. And that's cool at the age of 13 that she was like, let's go. Yeah. Boy, yeah. I was so pumped to do it because like, even at 13, some people are not ready, you know, like, yeah. And just the fact that you guys both worked on that together, it was just like amazing. Cause a lot of the time we don't see, and I don't see it. I didn't see the parent side until I became a special ed teacher of like the burden that you guys put on yourself because you're just like society judges so hard with someone that's disabled and then don't take into consideration the you know disadvantages and advantages that come with that you know it's like the all the research all the you know late nights like all the therapy sessions that you guys go to like day in and day out like you guys are like trying to figure it out but like sometimes I think Delaney could have just been like I just wanted to have like a childhood you know? Right. Exactly. Yeah. I think sometimes like those stories aren't mentioned because we like, we hear something like so different to us. And I'm like, even as a parent, you hear something they never had before. So you want to make sure that you're the expert in it, but there's, there's no way you're an expert. You just can't be an expert. You learn as you go. And that's you learned that as a special ed teacher, I'm not an expert. And like anything, like I've had experiences and stuff, but that doesn't mean that it's going to work on the same kid, you know, who's also labeled as autism or, you know, specific learning disability. It doesn't mean it's going to work for every single kid. Like, yeah. It's individualized. That's just like so awesome. And I just, and I think that's so cool that you worked so hard to do what you did. Like, I, you know, sometimes I don't always see that. I don't always see a parent as involved as you were. And that's why I like, you are a role model parent to me. Like anytime I describe a parent, it's, I'm almost describing you because I was like, you need to be involved because Delaney not only now has like, she's been labeled as autism students, you know, you know, her own peers are going to be horrible to her too. And the person she needs right by her side is someone who's going to be supportive and being like, here you go. Just because you have a label doesn't mean this is who you are. Like you are this, this, and this, and this. And, you know, I didn't even mention autism in that. Right. Right. Or the parent like that is so beneficial for her in the long run, because, you know, I think Delaney got to where she was at and is still getting like more and more you know, improving because of you, like you helped her realize that in a way that wasn't so negative, like it was more of a positive light, even though you took on most of that burden and most of that heavy lifting, you made it to where she is today. Like you made her see that, like, she's more than just this label that society's given her and how- can function in the world with her label you know like oh, absolutely different. you know that's not yeah. and different isn't bad like I am different with how I do things compared to you like it doesn't make it bad we're just different with how yeah. we do you know so I think that's just so so cool and just like 
what did, did you see her like different, like as she got older, just like the more and more aware she was and just comfortable? Yeah. I just felt like when we were coming into an age that, I mean, not to say that there's not awkward teenage years happening right now at 15 going on 16, like in just a few months, but she was able, so like you were saying, like I did this burden heavy lifting. I never, until that moment, I had never taken the opportunity to celebrate autism. Like it was this big, heavy, hard thing in my life. And I was pretty pissed off about it, you know, and Delaney like made it like, this is so cool. Look at this. It's a part of who I am. And she was really secretive at first and didn't want anyone to know. And then this shift happened and then she wanted to tell everybody. And I was like, Delaney, do we really need to do this? Do you need to tell everybody that you see that you're autistic? And she's like, yes, because it's so exciting to me. I was like, okay. I was really kind of like such a big shift for me. And I learned, like, I feel like I got Delaney to this certain point and she just broke open and, you know, with this huge set of wings of confidence. And then she took me along for the ride. Like she changed my whole life and perspective and like, mom, this is something that we can be happy about. It's not a scary, hard, dark secret. Let's like, I'm, I'm okay. And I'm okay with people knowing, and I'm proud of who I am, you know, and that's been amazing for me. Um, she's been like my best teacher. Yeah. I was going to say she's taught you, but you've also taught her, like she's taught you. I think it sounds like taught you more than you've taught her actually. hundred percent. Oh yeah. Yeah. I suck compared to that kid. Like she's, (laughs) she's amazing. Well, yeah, that's, that's so cool because like, I can just see it. Like I, even just teaching with her, she was very confident with who she was what, you know, being autistic, but like the fact that she, you were, it seems like you were more worried of just like, you didn't have it all. You didn't know it all. And I think that's everything. And Delaney was like, Hey, you don't have to have it all. Here's who I am. Like be present moment instead of just like focused on like everything that could be. Right. Yeah. She, she's learned and has embraced it and has just ran with it. And the times like there's been moments, even this year, like she knows herself well enough and she even has an understanding of what she needs. And like a math test came up and a substitute was there. And she's like, actually, I need a separate testing area because I get really distracted by noise. And so this is the person that I work well with. And um, I'm going to, I'm going to need to have my testing place apart from this classroom. She's just a powerhouse advocate for herself. I feel like I'm a retired mom almost. I mean, I'm still navigating stuff with her as she's, you know, experiencing relationships and goofy teenage stuff, but that's so good. That's huge though. Like from what she was to like now she just is getting so much better. I think that the thing that's hard for me too and I don't know if I've shared this with you, but I all people will meet Delaney today and they'll say, well, I think that she was misdiagnosed. And to me, it's like, that's, that's so disrespectful to Delaney because she's worked so hard. And, and I say, you know, I get that that's, you think that's a compliment, 
you know, to say that you think she's misdiagnosed and she's not autistic, but that's a really powerful part of her, of who she is. And it's, it's been a whole, like, it's been an evolution, uh, this whole experience and who she is and who she's becoming. And to say that she's not is taking away a really important part of who, of, of her. Yeah. Cause she's like, I've done a lot. Like, it's like someone coming in, like not really knowing anything about autism and then be like, okay, you don't really have it because these are the few symptoms that I've seen. Right. Right. Like, no, that's not how it works. <laughs> it's not. No. Cause like <laughs> autism is so big. Like it is. It's huge. Yeah. You can't get your arms around it. You just have to jump in and go for the swim. And like you said, you're just going to figure it out as you go. And I mean, I think it's great to have a, some real good foundational ideas and philosophies of what it is and, and how to meet it, you know, um, where, where it's at and where that person's at, but you're not going to come at it with like a set formula and turn it around. They're not going to somehow, you know, shift and change and be something different overnight. And, and the truth is, is maybe there, there won't be a whole big shift and yeah. change yeah. for some, right? And not always necessarily like hearing that and then thinking like your world is about to change for the worse, like in your exactly. case, for the better. Right, right. But yeah. I just, I, I, my perspective and where I was at in my life and with what I knew about autism, it was like, yeah, yeah it, I would say it, it was like, it was some really, it was some really intensely unfortunate news. I, I took it. Um, and I think most parents would, it's not what you hope for your child. You don't have a, a sweet little baby in your arms and say, gosh, I hope you have autism. Yeah. You don't. Yeah, exactly. You just kind of, you meet it where it's at and then that's mm -hmm. how you go. And you go. Yeah, exactly. I just feel so grateful that you've been a part of Delaney's life too. And that she's had the opportunity to have someone like you that, that celebrated her uniqueness. And not only were you an educator, but you also know how to have such a good time with kids and just love them and have such a huge heart of compassion. And I feel like that's so much a part of it. You know, it's not having all the answers. It's just, it's just meeting those kids where they're at and accepting them and going along for the ride. And you just do that so remarkably well. I miss you. Thank you. Well, it's not even, it's just understanding kids. Like they're still kids. Right. Yeah. I also look like adults have strategies. We've learned those strategies of how to deal with stuff and kids don't have those strategies yet. And, 100%. you know, no matter if, even with kids with disabilities, they're, it's a different strategy than what, you know, quote unquote, normal people are given. Like it's, uh, I just find that I'm giving, so here's all these strategies I've learned. Take it. You like some strategies, you can use them. If you have a strategy that like I like, then I, I'm going to use it and see if I can use it from even another kid. Like it's just all about learning and kids are the funnest part of the whole job. That's yeah. If I wouldn't be in teaching if it wasn't for the kids. Like Delaney right. makes it always exciting, her drama queen. <laughs> oh my gosh, hundred <laughs> percent. Oh my gosh. Okay, well, so those that story was great. And your advice, 
I think is spot on. Like anybody who's going to listen to this is going to love it. Like they are going to be like, Miss Hook, we're going to have like some wine nights pretty soon. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Love that. Like add anything? Say that again. I'm sorry. Anything you want to like add or like tell someone that like, if you were to do it differently, how would you do it? Or would you do it the same and just keep going? I think I just wish I would have known that it didn't have to be something to dread because I spent a lot of time in, in, in just dread of like, just what does this mean? And I, and I did, and I just thought it meant that she was just going to be locked up and not changing and not developing and not just not able to express herself or, you know, I just, I, I just wish I would have been a little bit more curious and open to the idea of positive possibility. Mm -hmm. Not, you know, not like, Oh my God, this is a death sentence. Like I did. Yeah, that is totally, I mean, and And that's hard to like, it's great advice, but like in the moment you were just like, yeah, it was like, Oh my gosh, mind blown right here. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, but so, I, and I didn't know who to talk to. I didn't, I didn't have a friend that had like anybody like my kid. So, and I, and I did, I felt like, how did this happen? Was this my fault? I mean, it just, you go as a parent, you go through some of the most ridiculous thoughts. Yes. It's going to be all right. It, it's it's going to be some work, Yeah, but there might be something really beautiful out of this. There's light at the end of the, like, a yeah. Yeah, there might be this cloud, but in just a minute, there's going to be a rainbow shooting out of it, you know, and it's going to be the most amazing thing in your life. Yeah. yeah. Even, and I went, even as a, a special education teacher, like sometimes days are, it's hard. Like, oh yeah. Yeah. But like, there's always a light at the end of the tunnel, like and a light that you don't see the ending. Like you, right. pretty, this is what the ending is going to be like. And it's not that it's so much better than the, you know, what you had in school for them, like, you, know, you know, with, yeah. you, know, you know, Delaney's thriving. So oh my gosh. what you had thought you were like, oh my gosh. You know? I wish that as humans, we would get away from having to predict, like having to like, okay, I do this and this is going to happen, or this is what this means, you know, and that we, but as parents and just I think just as a species in general, we're just like, okay, autism. Oh my God, this is what this means. Right. But instead, if it would just leaving ourselves open to the possibilities for positivity and being curious and just, you know, and like you said, there's going to be hard days and there's going to be amazing, miraculous days yeah. and let those days be there. Yeah. Exactly. Like, yes, yeah. totally agree. All right. Well, thank you so much for everything and everything that you continue to do with kids and just your girls, everything. Thanks. You are amazing. I appreciate you. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. And thank you again, Miss Hook, for that beautiful story. And as always, subscribe, leave a review after listening to the Capable Podcasts and get ready for more stories to come.